this is a podcast. So hopefully my voice will come across well on this podcast as I'm slightly losing it. Yeah. And I'm losing my voice. Too much yelling at children. Yeah. I actually have a pretty good class this year, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay. Um, I've decided to start a new, uh, a new part of the podcast, Mm. especially since we are not doing a hatred this time. Yeah. Um, I guess I've been mellow. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, You must be on some new drugs or something. Mm -hmm. Are you on crocodile? Have you heard of this? No. It's with K crocodile and it's like. More potent than meth or something, but it's like meth. It's like gasoline and meth, and it's like this crazy drug that's like from Poland or something, and it's bad that news. That's about right. <laughs> anyway, um, maybe Phil can get us some. <laughs> probably. Uh, next time Grace goes there, she can bring some back. Why do you think Grace goes there so much? <laughs> She's probably the Heisenberg of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you got the Breaking Bad reference, I didn't. Yeah. She's got some drug. She's the drug kingpin of laboratory. Poland. Yeah. What do you think she needs such a big house for? Cooking meth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, obviously, you know that I host a trivia competition. I do. And it would be kind of boring to just read trivia questions every week. But there is Not a, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a trivia uh, question that I have each week that is sort of kind of more fun and free-spirited in a way. Um, and it's the before and after. Ah, so I thought yes. maybe I'd give you the before and after clue... And see if you can figure out the before and after answer. I enjoy these a lot. Okay. I have no, I have no confidence in my ability. Really, you don't think that you can put it together? After you tell me the answer, I will. You're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm going to start you off with the one I just came up with today. Oh, there's multiple. Well, I'm hoping we'll have a second podcast after this. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. So. I didn't know if you were going to give me like three because I was going to say maybe I'll get one out of three. Right. No, I'm just one for each podcast. Got it. Okay. Just to give myself more work. This week in before and after. Indeed. All right. Here's your before and after clue. Okay. And uh, I'm sure you'll get it right away. So if there's a pause, listener, it's because Jacob's giving you time to think about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not because he doesn't know it right away. And sometimes when I know the answer to something, I just sit here saying, hmm. <laughs> Let me think about that. Yeah. All right. Here's your clue. The band Rednecks. R-E-D-N-E-X, Rednecks, writes a super annoying song about the vice president. The is, band Rednecks. It, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is Rednecks a real band? It's a real band. Okay. Who wrote a real annoying song. So would my ability to get this rely on my having heard of them or know a name of their song or album or something? Um, I think you're going to be better off starting with the second half of the clue. Wrote a song about ex-president? About the vice president. The current vice president. Correct. Joe Biden. Correct. So that means that you need to think of a super annoying song by a band called Rednecks that ends with the word... Biden. No. Or something that... Joe. Yes. Um, ugly Kid Joe? Biden? <laughs> ugly Kid Joe Biden? <laughs> That's what he was always called growing up. Hey, Ugly Kid Joe Biden. Damn it, I'm just um, a kid. A song that ends with Joe. Yeah. Do only people named Joe know this song? No. Okay. Everyone knows this song. It's super annoying. Not everyone. You know it. Oh. You know it. For sure you know it. For sure you've so heard they're of they're it they're before. Not a, are they a recent band? No. Oh. Well, I mean, when you hear it, when you when I tell you, yeah. because, just kidding, you totally do know it, you're just... Right, when we tell giving, the listener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You'll be like, oh yeah, of course I've heard that. What is it? 
Cotton Eye Joe oh, Biden. Cotton nice. Eye Joe Biden. Where did you come from? Indeed. Where did you go? Indeed. For a band called Rednecks. I'm guessing they were a one-hit wonder. If maybe even like two-thirds of a hit. A one-song wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Cotton Eye Joe Biden. Cotton Eye Joe Biden. That's pretty good. Thank you. All right. A um, couple things to talk about today. As I mentioned before, my school year has recently started. So I thought I'd just update you and the listener as to how things are going. And my the way things are better this year and the one way in which I've had a huge uh, difficulty. Okay. And you've been back now for two weeks? A week and a half? Two and a half, I guess you could say. We started on a Thursday, so today was week or uh, day twelve of one hundred eighty. Not that you're does that sound like a lot? It does sound like a lot. The reason um, the reason I count is I do something in my class called everyday counts, where I keep track of how many like today's twelve out of one eighty, and it's week three out of thirty eight. And do you um, scratch it off on the wall with an old nail like in a (laughs) prison movie? I do not. I have a whiteboard. Okay. Um, and so the kids, every day, they do uh, this math page that has to do with it. So, like, it's day three, or day 12, so they write 12 as a Roman numeral. They write it as a fraction. XII, kids. Thank there you. you yeah. uh, 12 over 180. Then they simplify that fraction. Mm. Then they turn it into a decimal. And they round the decimal, turn it into a percent, and write it as a ratio. So it's these, like, key sixth grade standards, but they apply it every single day to what... to year. Simplifying fractions is one of those stupid math things that's like real world applicable. Definitely. Like either for carpentry <clears throat> or cooking. Uh, like the, half the, cup and third a cup of whatever and yeah. One of the challenges this year is that we have an entirely new math curriculum. Um, and so like... Is in, it no longer base 10? In previous years it'd be like, oh, tomorrow I'm teaching... Least common multiple. I've taught that so many times. I know exactly what to do with the lesson, blah, blah, blah. I used to teach an hour and a half of math mm-hmm. a day. I'm now teaching two hours of math a day. And I still don't feel like it's enough time to teach everything that's in the curriculum for the lesson. Wow. There's such a bigger emphasis on word problems rather than just a simple computation because kids need to know how to apply it you know, in, in greater uh, measure. Uh, there's a greater emphasis on... Showing how to do a problem in multiple different ways, multiple methods, because what research has found is students are uh, learning the computation, and then they get to a certain point, and they just hit a wall. And they don't really understand the numbers and have that number sense to kind of like break them down and manipulate them in ways that they need to. So This sounds better. Than when we were it's, in school. It's, it is better. Because... It's harder. It's hard to teach. It's harder to yeah. learn. But it, it seems to connect mm. those real-world application dots for them, whereas... Absolutely. We never got any sense of that. It was just like, here's how to do square roots and... Right. It's like, here's how to do long division. Divide, subtract, multiply, yeah. you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, I like it. Yeah. It's, it is it is good. Um, I might a, go back to school. <laughs> there's a greater emphasis on writing... Time. So, like, my goal... In math? In math. So, like, my goal at the end of each lesson, and some days I get there and some days I don't, is uh, they have to write, like, I'll, I'll at, like how do you find the least common multiple of two numbers? They have to, like, write it in a paragraph just to access it in another way to really be able to explain it as opposed to just giving them a problem and having them do it. Or I That's might smart. ask them... If you can explain it, then you understand it. Exactly. Versus just knowing the steps to I might ask them to come up with their own problem 
for that concept and solve it. Hmm. So it's definitely a higher level of thinking. Yeah. Um, fortunately, these kids must be gifted and talented. <laughs> fortunately, this year I actually have a really good class, um, especially compared to last year. Um, they, uh, sure they're not listening. No, <laughs> there's there there's a lot of really sweet kids. Kids who, uh, it, uh, honestly, a, uh, something that really helps is if the kids care about their teacher and they like their teacher. Um, last year, I felt like my kids could care less about you about me. Okay, and this year you want them to like you. Well, it's not that I want them to like like me and you're, think I'm their you're friend. Desperate for their affection. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but but it's. I think such a big part of te- such a big part of the way I teach is to make those connections with the kids. Mm-hmm. If if they know that I care and they care about that, it's so much easier. If they could care less, then we're battling. Right. And so with these kids, they want you know they're eager to please. I mean, most of them. There's a couple that are super lazy, but um, you know, there's always a couple, right? Yeah. The uh, the Daniel Reeds, if you will. <laughs> Pulled the name out randomly. Yeah. <laughs> That one's for you, Sartor. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 been better. And then and like, there's a girl in my class who is super athletic and super competitive. Like I remember last year, at the she's end like of the a year, girl Joe. Seriously, at the end of last year, we were she's playing. She's like an athletic. We girl were like, Joe. <laughs> we were nice. <laughs> we were playing. Uh, she's like me. <laughs> we were playing uh, kickball, and she was like diving around and catching the ball, and like. Shouting out, like encouraging other, it was great. I she's was like, "This like, kid is awesome." She's not like one of those roller derby girls. No, okay. no, no. And she's and like she's super sweet with the other kids. The other kids love her. She's just a great leader, and that was really what was absent from my class last year was anyone who was a really positive leader. Um, so I'm excited for this year. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good year. Um, my biggest problem, aside from the more challenging math curriculum and the fact I have a new principal this year. Right. Which, you know, every time you get a new boss, it's a new set of challenges. Typically, the night before the first night of school, most people have a tough time sleeping. Okay. Um, I would say maybe students that applies to. And even teachers. Even though it's my ninth year teaching, um, usually I still Is have... it anxiety or like excitement or curiosity? It's usually a little, or... a little of all okay. of that. Yeah, like I'm thinking about what I'm going to be saying and doing. Right, yeah, And yeah. for me, when I think, I don't sleep. Like, I'm really good at turning my brain off, <laughs> it's, which is why I'm usually such a good sleeper. Um, and so I was, kind of, I was kind of ready when I got like three or four hours of sleep the night before the first night of school, which was a, thir- which was a Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. But then it happened the next night. And then it happened the following week for a couple nights. Wow. And I was starting to freak out because some nights it would be, I would go to, I'd try to go to sleep and it would take me three hours to get to sleep or, or, and, or I would wake up at like two in the morning and not be able to fully go back to yeah, sleep. Yeah, I hate that one. And for me, I've always been like, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it may be the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> that and spelling. Um, it, like my head hits the pillow and within a couple seconds I'm out. So what do you do when it takes three hours? Like well, that's the problem. Or that's the or? problem is it happens maybe once a year, twice a year. So I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to deal with it because if, if literally if it's 30 seconds and I'm not asleep, I start to get angry. Mm. So if it's going for three hours, like I'm tossing and turning, I'm like just getting super angry. Um, 
It's it's bad. It's real bad. Let's talk about your alcohol intake. None. That's your problem. Also, cut out caffeine, which you would yeah. think would help me sleep more because there's no. no caffeine in my system. Have a couple belts when you get home and you'll go to sleep. Well, because I was like, this cannot stand. I must like draw a line and make this stop. Uh, Amanda brought home a couple of tablets of Ambien from her mom. Hmm. And I just took a half of them at a time. Like on a work night or did you test it out on no, a No, on a work night. Okay. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. Yeah. It's only half, right? And I feel like, you know, that should be enough. And it helped. But I only had two Ambien, so it only lasted me four nights. And then? So I took like, I, I think it was like I took it uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then I was like, all right, it's the weekend. Like, I can kind of see if I get back into things. But I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she said she takes melatonin. Have you heard of that before? Mm-hmm. I, I, I always... Isn't that skin cancer? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Yeah. It's sort of like that. Like melanin. Melanoma. Melanoma. Yeah, 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 there you go. You know what I actually confuse it with is methadone. Hmm. Method one? <laughs> exactly. My method one acting class. Uh... And I have to be careful with that, because if I tell people I'm taking methadone, they have a different <laughs> yeah, a different perception of me. Yeah, you should not tell people that. Yeah. It's like, I often confuse uh, scallions and shallots. I mean... Well, those are I know the onions. Right, right. That's closer. Well, melatonin and methadone are both, like, drugs or pills or something. Is methadone a pill? I, what are you asking me cup? for? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a cup? Like, is it a liquid that you take in a cup? Oh. Is it a protective cup? Is it a vessel? <laughs> what do you mean? Is it a cup? I don't know. Because I drink wine out of my methadone glass, and the methadone gets in there somehow. Because usually in the like <clears throat> clinic setting, they put pills in the little cup, and you can't uh, tell. Yeah, stupid. In the methadone cup? In most likely, they're just placebos, but they're in the methadone cup, and right. therefore that and that's the methadone. In your yeah, system. cures your addiction. Um. So I've been taking a method. Uh, <laughs> I've been taking a melatonin pill, and it's like over the counter. It's not. I was it's say, not, where do you get these? I just went to uh, Rite Aid or whatever and got a bottle of them. It's no big deal. Okay, it's like ten milligrams or something. Is it like on the shelf, or you have to? It's ask on the, the shelf. Guy? It's on the shelf. Oh, all right. So it's like, and it's like natural or something. It's not, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, and and maybe we'll see what happens this weekend because I don't be one of those guys who has to take a pill. Like, well, that's the thing. I've never been that guy. It's never, okay to like get you over that <clears throat> that first day of school thing but yeah right. you, don't, you don't want to become reliant upon it right um so i guess my plan of attack is to not take anything this weekend and just see how it goes yeah my fear is that i'll sleep terribly and be like well i guess i'm doing this for the rest of my life <laughs> kind of thing like but maybe they're like expensive other things and stuff and i don't feel like a i don't feel like a negative uh side effect from it I don't yeah, know, maybe it's, it's like destroying one of my kidneys or something. But it's but a crutch. It is a crutch. And I don't like crutches. And you don't want to be somewhere, you don't want to go on a vacation and, oh shit, I forgot my methadone, I can't go to sleep, you know? Methadone? <laughs> you did that on purpose. I, I did do that on purpose. Okay. Um, so I have the same thing when I, if I'm sick and I've been taking NyQuil for several nights in a row, then when I stop taking it, I have a hard time getting to sleep. Can I tell you why last night was a great night's sleep? Sure. Melatonin plus NyQuil. You took NyQuil? It was great. I'm surprised you woke up today. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Um, very Slept very soundly. The other problem is... Uh, Amanda sometimes will stay up later, because she's more of the night owl, and so she'll come to bed. Sometimes. Yeah. 
I just assume every night she's up to like 4 a.m. A lot of times. So she'll come to bed a little later, and normally that's not a problem, but in those first few days, it would wake me up every time. So like... You would like just so Yeah, so like I would have gone to bed at 9 o'clock maybe, because I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep and, you know, make sure I'm sleeping well. I'm totally asleep. She comes to bed at like 1.30, and I wake up, and I don't go back to sleep. Yeah, that's horrible. And then I have to like not punch her furiously, you know, like, not take out my anger. You don't have to, but you choose to <laughs> not choose, punch her furiously. I choose to do the responsible thing and not, yeah. uh, and shield her from my violent thoughts. You don't read before you go to sleep? Um, I do sometimes. Okay. I am, I just finished a book, so maybe that will help, but at the same time, I want to make sure that, like, <clears throat> The best way for me to go to sleep is to have my mind totally clear. And so if I'm reading and I'm really thinking about it a lot, and oftentimes I'm not. Like, you, a lot of times I read and, I like, the last two pages I haven't, you know, right. actually read anything. Um, but, yeah, it's when I have thoughts in my head that I stay awake. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. I fall asleep fairly regularly, but I read. Well, and now reading makes me tired all the time though now. Yeah. So like first thing in the morning, if I'm reading right. a story to Molly, I start yawning. Yeah. I feel like I'm just getting older. Maybe, maybe it's an age thing. Like maybe, God, if, if this is like going to, how it's going to be the rest of my life, like God, I'm just, maybe you need less sleep. Like maybe try to get a lot of sleep. I don't feel like I get a lot of sleep. But I see what you're saying. Um, like maybe you're not tired. But I mean, I get up at 530. Yeah. So like if I go to, even if I go to bed. 10 or 10, seven and a half hours of sleep. It's not a lot, is it? Is that a lot? I don't know. How many hours of sleep do you think you get? Um, like seven or eight, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, I'll keep you posted on how that goes. Please do. Yeah. Uh, last thing to talk about. How, I have a question for you. How many fantasy football leagues do you think I'm playing in this season? <laughs> I, if I recall, I think last year you were in four. And I would guess that the number's gone up. I'm looking for a guess. A number. Well, let's, let's talk it through. I know you're in one with me. I think you're also in one with the Flying V. I think you probably have a co-worker one, at least. And I think I think you had a kickball one last year. I stalk you, apparently. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of what's the what's the community where you would have opportunity for additional ones. Or maybe there's my another, method one acting clinic. <laughs> uh, could be your neighbor. You you you're, seem to be very friendly mm. with all your neighbors. Maybe there's some sort of East not sack. all of them, but well, yeah, <laughs> the ones with the running water. Yeah, um, I'm gonna guess five. You're gonna be shocked. It's less. I'm in one this year. Just ours? Just ours. Wow. Yeah. What happened to all the other ones? So, Kickball was actually two seasons ago. Okay. Um, and what was the other one? I actually haven't been in... It's, we've never had a Flying V one. I was in one that some of the other Flying V was in. Like, Zach was in it, and maybe Matt was in it for a while, but most of them, most of the guys weren't in it. It was like a San Diego college one. Okay. Um... And then that has gone by the wayside. And the school one also went by the wayside. Is which is unfortunate because I the, dominate the old, that one. Did the old principal take it with him? No. Uh, 
Well, sort of. There was some. Dr- I'm not going to name any names because we have some litigious people at my school. So if they somehow track down this podcast, yeah, I don't, you're not going to want to get subpoenaed. And nobody knows who they are. Anyway. Right. Right. Um, allegedly, there's a couple people on our campus that have kind of been the impetus behind the exodus of the principal. Right. One of those alleged people is in our fantasy football uh, league. So and the others, some of the audience? others were like, allegedly, I don't want to play if that alleged person is also in the league. So they're boycotting the Exodus impetus. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I can sell. So I'm putting all my eggs but in our basket, which means I'm finally going to win this one. This you don't want to Because I've never really done well in ours, I don't think. No, it's always been Rodney and Jason, right? And Zach. Right. Did Zach ever win? I think Zach. But he's always done well. Back. Yeah, he's always and done Phil well. Phil won last year. Yeah. Like, whatever. Were, like, were you in the final last year against yeah, Phil? It was me and Phil. Yeah. So one I, of us. I, this is good. I need to pair all the other ones away so yeah. I can focus and not finish behind you in fantasy football. That's, That's true. embarrassing. I feel like ours would be the bottom of your fantasy football barrel, and now it pretty much was. Yeah. And now it's at the top. So I'm well, coming for you. Now we have cash prize. Mm. So cash maybe money. Cash money. Uh, and like an actual physical trophy? Is that true? It's gonna be apparently, I don't know. I see because our league is uh, geographically diverse. Mm-hmm. I don't see how a physical trophy is going to work. Well, it's only once a year. I mean, it can move kind of easily for that. Well, but ideally, I mean, if it's a plaque on the wall, I get that it's flat. It's easy to ship. But if it's a mm, trophy with like well, it's a, bar, that big like a, trophy. a Heisman thing, no, it's not the size. It's the shape. But if you put it in a box and put some like packing popcorn or something in it. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe when he orders it, it will come in, like, styrofoam mm, yeah, cut out, and then you just keep that with it. That would be good. Well, I'll just have to find room for it in my house somewhere. No, you won't. <laughs> I will. You know what bugs me? Phil has not done anything. And I I've, get... I and, get and I'm not shocked at all by a, that. Like, he's, you know, busy or something, and B, he's not... He doesn't have a big, uh... I don't feel he has a big computer presence. He's busy, what, being a DJ and going to <laughs> casinos all the time? And I don't think you can really do this for Going to Vegas by himself for 72 hours? Like, Does he still do that? I don't know. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to um, cast scurrilous accusations <laughs> <laughs> at him. Yeah, I think he just uses his BlackBerry. And, and I think there's a lot of things... I know there's a lot of things that you can't do on your phone without... Yeah. You've got to like be on a computer. So, so I get that. But I was, last year, when it was just me and him, I was like, oh, I have to win. Because I would actually like do stuff as commissioner. Like, that is the prize worth having, right? It's like, oh, it's for like sure. if you're playing asshole well, and you're of, the president. Well, that's one of the anything. things that sucks about the work league quitting, because I was the commissioner of that. Yeah. Why don't you start um, another one? Without the one person? Yeah. Um, I know it doesn't seem like it based on the people who were in the finals of our league last year, mm-hmm. you and Phil. Right. But there is an element of luck that goes into <laughs> uh, the success of this. That's a good setup. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So. I have never done well. And in fact, last year... You, so If we look over all the years, you've probably done better than me. Which is... Like three years it ago... It should make me like... Just cut myself. I had Brady and Welker three years ago. And I did really well that year. You just need to go back to picking Patriots all the time. I think that will... <laughs> I try. <laughs> Points wise, I did really well. And then like, since then I've had like kind of shitty teams. And I feel like... I'm always a week behind. Like, I play someone, and then my bench person had a really good week, so then I switch it, but then it's the reverse, and I'll blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know how I got to the final two. I think it was luck. For sure. I think I, like, barely scraped by, and then I did well the last three weeks or something. Right. And then lost to Phil. 
The key is you just got to get in the playoffs and then hope you, your team gets hot. But right? doesn't everyone get in the playoffs in our league? <clears throat> and then after the first round, there's like a loser's bracket and a winner? Maybe. I don't know. What do you think of this idea? Um, I saw this on some picture somewhere, and it was like uh, some guy's license plate frame. And it said, I finished last in my fantasy football league. You know how Jason was like, we should have extra oh, money for the person like to a, not finish last. It's like a shame What if we have a shame prize? Hmm. I mean, with being so geographically diverse, it might be hard to, you know, enforce a, that. A license plate frame is easy to mail. No, but to enforce it. Like, oh. we send it to Phil and Phil's like, F you, I'm not putting that on my car. Well, but we would see him periodically. Yeah. And he would be like, F you, I'm going to put it in my, like, oh, right, okay. I guess we would have oh, to all oh, agree okay. to it. I thought right? you meant the accountability, but right. the actual enforcement, yeah. yeah. I would definitely be making more trips out there just to see it. Does it count if you put it on the front of your car? That would have to be a group decision. Okay. I like the idea. Yeah. It's funny. The shame prize. Yeah. I'd put it on Rachel's car. <laughs> we don't, I mean, we switch cars, oh, we I know. know. Right. There would be days where she's driving around it and people would like see the license plate frame and then pull up alongside and go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I got a kid, damn it. What do you expect from me? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, Cotton Eye Joe, drugs, kids, fantasy, fantasy football. football. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. Good afternoon, Cotton Eye Joe.